Hey, welcome everybody to our Healthy Together time tonight. I am Jared Smithson. It's my beautiful wife. Amber Smithson. We uh, appreciate you guys being with us each and every Wednesday night. Um, and tonight we have a great topic. One of my very favorites. Um, Amber and I have been certified Optavia coaches for 13 years now. And we've, um, it's been a terrific journey. We've been working hard on our own bodies, our own minds. And we've always got goals that we're working and striving towards. And so tonight we're talking about your goals and your brain and uh, how those things work together. So like the old commercial, like this is your brain, this is your brain on goals. Yes. Any questions? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh. You did that wrong. I'm going to share my screen and we'll get going. There you go. Okay. So um, first of all, just for anybody who's just joining us for the first time, or maybe you need a review, um, Optavia, we focus on three areas of health, our healthy body, our healthy mind, and healthy finances. And we call this the trilogy of optimal health. And um, what we found over several decades now, our, our company is over four decades um, old. And and we have a terrific track ref record, uh, evidence-based, um, scientifically-based programs. And we focus on four main components. Um, and these four components are the driving force of creating whatever it is that you want in those three areas of healthy body, mind, and finances. The first uh, component of the program is every single one of our clients uh, has a personal health coach. This person is there to hold up a mirror, to uh, provide this uh, accountability that we need. They're not, you're not accountable to your coach, you're accountable to yourself, but your coach is there to witness this. And what I found in my own life was uh, when I was just being accountable to myself, I always uh, strive for integrity with other people. And I try to be really honest in my dealings with uh, other people. But I found that I lied to myself a lot. <laughs> yeah, we like let ourselves off the hook a lot. Like, oh, you know how I said I wanted to do that? Well, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. And there's nothing wrong with you if you've let yourself off the hook before right? Um, the second component is our habits of health transformational system that our co-founder, Dr. Anderson wrote. And this is really the mind work. Uh, it's the daily uh, just journaling and, and focusing on what are my triggers? What do I want? Uh, what's the path that I'm taking get, get there? Who's my support system? Right. And our community, I mean, if you're on this, zoom right now or watching the playback you're part of our community if you're participating in love yourself to health you're part of our community so we're glad that you're here we have online and in-person opportunities to work on yourself and to be surrounded by others who have similar goals and also we have amazing eating plans that actually work you guys <laughs> it's like you can put your eating on autopilot while you work on the mindset your body's getting the proper nutrition. This is an evidence-based program, 40 years plus of research 
I mean, it just works. Tools, right? I did like, uh, well, combined between the two of us, we did like seven or eight loads of laundry yesterday because we have these great tools called laundry machines. We only have two kids at home. Why do we have so much laundry? I don't know. They wear like four <laughs> outfits a piece because they've got volleyball practice and all this other what stuff. The heck? So four times a day, they're changing their clothes. But um, tools make your life so much more simple. And technology, This, these four components are our human transformational technology. So um, before we move into our topic for tonight, we've invited one of our good friends, Gina, to hop on and share her story uh, in the next few minutes. And uh, this is one of our favorites. Uh, she actually shared a story with uh, Amber yesterday about this before and after picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she was getting on a call with, with, a, with a gal and her friend and the, the gal had shared Gina's picture right here. And she said, this is who we're gonna talk to. And the friend said, well, who's the other lady? <laughs> she said, it's the same lady. <laughs> so huge transformation, take it away, Gina. Thanks, Jordan Amber. Um, like I said, I'm Gina and I am certified Optavia coach. And I began my journey in April of 2018, nearly 14 years ago as a client. And for two decades, almost 1999 to 2017, I had some really, really interesting health challenges that limited my breathing, my activity, my living. It required several bouts of steroid therapy, which then put on weights and several surgeries to open up my airway of which each time I had to just kind of be very quiet and lay around the house. And, and my husband got to do all the cleaning and the laundry and the things around because I just couldn't lift stuff. So there was all those surgeries to come along. And during this time in the craziness of trying to treat this really, really rare condition at the age of 40, I also became pregnant with my daughter. And as time progressed um, to shower, to speak a sentence, to go shopping, I would go to work, but then to come home, it was just about all I could do. And to do anything with my family, everything was just completely exhausting. In 2015, I decided to opt in for a very rare surgery to reconstruct my airway. And my thoughts were, if I survive this surgery where they cut into my airway and open it up, then the four months of recovery, life's gonna be great and amazing. The weight's gonna drop off. I'm gonna become active. I'm gonna do all the hiking, you know, all those dreams that we think we're gonna just magically step into because now life is different. Well, two years to the day of that reconstructive surgery in November of 2017, Instead of continuing on to Palm Springs with my family, I found myself being taken from Beaver, Utah, back to University of Utah Hospital by ambulance uh, with a ruptured appendix. That was a struggle for me. We did surgery and I had a fever and I wasn't getting well. And they had to put me on IV antibiotics. I was in the hospital for 10 days and my oxygen sats were really low. I returned home tethered to an oxygen machine. I had survived that surgery and the four months of recovery in 2015, but my old habits didn't change. I didn't know how to set goals and the, the things, the tools I know now. I wasn't active. I wasn't fit. I wasn't well. I wasn't thriving. I was not breathing again. I wasn't living. And I was a couple hundred pounds on oxygen. And I had a beautiful 11-year-old daughter. I had waited for 16 years to be blessed with this child and I wasn't 
willing to sit on the sidelines and watch her grow up. I wanted to be active with her. I wanted to go hiking and camping and swimming and living with her. I decided I loved myself enough and my daughter to make some changes. So I was able to get off the supplemental oxygen and it was time to take control of my health. It was an absolute answer from heaven that my path crossed with Amber's. We didn't live in the same state. We'd never met. And in fact, we never met face to face um, without Zoom or, or uh, technology that we have for almost a full year, I believe. Um, as I dove into all four of those components in that springtime, I released 35 pounds really quickly. I started walking, participated in my first 5K, I think six weeks in. I didn't run it, but I walked it. And then I spent that summer hiking. I had recently retired from a 30-year career in dentistry as a dental hygienist, and I loved working with people and their health. So as passionate as I was about health and this gift of this program and what it had given to me, I started coaching. And by the fall of 2018, I was down 60 pounds and enjoying life. I stayed plugged into the, all four of the components. I'm not perfect by any means. And I linked arm with others in their journey. I fared pretty well for the next two years. It's possible I might've even been a bit cocky going through 2020 unscathed, I thought, and then enter 2021. It was a rough 12 to 14 months. I had some loss. Um, we lost a friend from COVID. We had a dog get a really weird condition and I daily cared for him in his wound. And we lost him five months in after that struggle. My journey was different. I was again blessed all the way through that time with this program. As I continued to stay plugged into the habits of health, to coach others, to check in weekly with my coach, to hop on to Healthy Together every Wednesday night, and utilizing Stop, Challenge, and Choose with my meal plan, I got to spend most of that year working to improve my healthy mind. I was able to recognize thoughts and stories, to actually acknowledge and feel emotions and then process through them. I am now ready to focus on my healthy body again and release that 10 pounds that came back on through 2021. Um, I was having a conversation with my husband the other night and I said, I can't even imagine where my life would be even four years ago, but then even this last year without this program, I'm really glad I don't have to think about that. It's been the real deal for me. It's great for my healthy body, my healthy mind and my healthy finances. It's changed my life. I've seen it change others, and it's been an absolute gift to me and my family. Wow, Gina. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. It's amazing to hear you share and to give us a reminder that just because we find something that's working or we lose 65, that doesn't mean our life is going to be perfect. That doesn't mean we're going to have bump, we're not going to have bumps in the road, that things, hard things that come up in our life. It doesn't mean that we'll never have 10 pounds to lose again. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And my, when we look at before and after pictures, a lot of people look at the weight loss and stuff after 13 years. The first thing I always look at is people's eyes. I mean, look at those eyes. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, there's, there's experience in those eyes. There's wisdom in those eyes. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this story, Gina's story, it doesn't just affect her. Yeah. It affects Gary, her husband, it affects their daughter. And it makes Gina being healthy makes their whole family better. 
Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, Gina. Okay, so tonight, our topic, Gina spoke perfectly about this, our, our goals and our, and our brains. So anytime you have goals, um, we, we talk about goals in different, uh, using different words. It is wants. It is desires, desired outcomes. Whatever you call it, you have to first know what you want. And it you have to have a lot of clarity around what you want. I talk to a lot of people and they come to us and they say, I want to get healthier. And then they say, they tell us everything that they don't want. I'm sick of being tired. I'm sick of no energy. I'm sick of extra weight. I don't, I'm sick of wearing clothes that I don't really like, that don't fit me right. When we focus on what we don't want, we get more of that. There's a part of our brain called the reticular activating system that it's on high alert all the time to find all the evidence to prove us right, to prove our brain right. Oh, yep, I got more of what I don't want. So you first need to articulate what it is that you do want and make sure it's something that you want, not that your spouse wants or someone else wants for you. Because if you're living your life based on someone else's wants, the passion and the energy that you're giving that is going to be halfway. I was going to say something else that my dad always said, but we won't say that on recording. <laughs> so this is a picture that I took um, last summer. I was on a mountain biking trip uh, in Bryce Canyon, uh, area of central Utah. And this is the Thunder Mountain Trailhead. So you have to know where you're at. You have to know what you want up here. And we have a good friend that says, put your dukes up. What do you want? And why do you want it? <laughs> right? Those are two, uh, you got to have both your dukes up to be able to protect yourself, to know what you're, uh, fighting for. So this is the trailhead doesn't look fantastic, right? Just looks like a dirt trail going up through some trees, got some blue sky. It was beautiful that day. But then down there at the bottom, that's part of the trail that we, that we rode. And we we're looking down on where the trail uh, zigzagged back across the mountain and goes back down. You have to know where you're at and where you're going. And there's a pathway. On this uh, bike ride, it was about 16 miles, and we had to climb about 2,000 vertical feet. The youth boys that I was with and, and some other adults, um, they were dogging it. They were tired. We were all tired. It was hard work. But this next picture is because we knew what we wanted, we knew where we were at, we went to the right trailhead and we knew where we were going. This is what we got to experience. Just by starting them down the right trail, following the path and sticking with the group that we were with. Well, so, and also, you know, when you started at the trail, you probably weren't judging yourself like, oh my gosh, we're such losers. 
we're at the beginning of the trail. I can't believe I'm only at the beginning of the trail. What's wrong with, no, you're just at the beginning. And how many times do we judge ourselves for where we are starting our health journey? And okay. here's another to add on to that. Guess what? I'm going to go back there. I'm going to go ride that trail again. I'm going to take other friends who haven't been on that trail. Sometimes we start back at the trailhead. Gina shared like, oh, 2021 happened. It happened for the whole world, <laughs> right? And, and sometimes you regain five or 10 or 20 pounds. Or maybe you regain a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is no shame in starting again, starting refocusing, knowing what you want. Oftentimes the second or third or fourth time, there's more clarity. Yeah. And you know, it's about, it's, it's about really developing those skills, developing that support system. And like Gina said, if she hadn't had those skills and support system, it probably would have been more than 10 pounds. Right, right. Okay. So it's easy, right? This is what we call structural tension, where you're at, where you're going, and the steps in between. Super easy, right? Unless it's not. <laughs> Unless it's not, right? Because all of us have been through this. We look at it and we're like, oh, that's so simple. We, we hop on our GPS. And sometimes even your GPS leads you astray. Well, simple and easy are different, right? Yeah, <laughs> it can be simple and not necessarily always easy. <laughs> so what gets in the way? Throw in the chat some of the things that get in the way of our goals. Number one, it's our brain. <laughs> okay, <laughs> myself, myself, our own story, temptation, self doubt. Having too much going on, fear. Time scarcity. Time right? scarcity. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's just several that uh, I thought up and threw on a page. Fear. Someone said fear. What are we afraid of? Fear is typically uh, the result of something that's unknown. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't know what that person's like. I don't know what jumping off this platform 30 foot platform into the water is going to feel like, or right. So we, we fear a lot of things simply because we don't know the outcome. Stress, anxiety, overwhelm, all human beings, we do everything in life at the level of anxiety that we can tolerate. Some people can tolerate more anxiety because they have greater support systems. They have greater skills, distraction, Lack of preparation, I like that. Frustration, lack of skills or support. I always look at things when I'm stressed or anxious or overwhelmed. I look and say, okay, what skill am I missing? Or do I think that I'm missing? And I go and find someone. I've learned this. I didn't used to do it. I've learned to go and find someone who has a skill, a coach that might be able to see something that I don't see and can suggest, oh, I, I think you need this skill. They might not be the person. Maybe I need to go find somebody else or another support system to help me develop that skill and have the support so that I can raise my tolerance of anxiety. Lack of tension, right? When, if 30, uh, 13 years ago, 
well, really 18 years ago, I started this process of losing 50 pounds. For the first five years of that process, I lost the same 20 pounds four or five times. I was okay at get, starting to lose the weight, but I got stuck at a point. I couldn't get past that point. And then I would gain that 20 pounds back because I hadn't developed the skills of keeping that weight off. Right? So, but this is one of the things that was a struggle for me. I wanted to lose 50. I was here. I started to climb up towards that losing 20 and I felt significantly better. So there was less tension there. So common. So common. Because 90, Harvard did a study and the findings of their study were approximately 90% of change that people make in their lives is the result of dissatisfaction. What I don't want, right? Rather than vision of what I do want. Vision maintains tension because I want to be a, an optimally healthy person. That's going to shift. It's not just a static position that says, I want to be 180 pounds. And everything is being dictated by a number on a monitoring device. Well, and that's why when you start with things like, I want to stop being so tired. Well, with this program, you stop being so tired like two weeks in, <laughs> like you're burning yep. fat. Yep. You're starting to feel great. Then what's your motivation? That's why having that vision will really pull. Yep sabotager several people said that in the or chat. yeah or sabotagers they said other people right other people yeah. so there's going to be those people out there that and have you ever noticed this that i've never known someone who was really successful or really healthy that was sabotaging someone trying to get healthy yeah, it's usually. it's always people who are uh concerned about what does this mean for me? I'm not comfortable with this person growing. I'm not comfortable with this person changing. So they try to drag you back down. It's the lobsters in the pot, right? One starts to get out and the other ones are like, no, you don't. You're coming right back in the pot with us. You're going to cook with us. Ego. How many times do we like, oh, I know how to do this. I did it for five years. I got this. I know I can just go online. There's some smart people that tell you how to do it. Finally, after five years, I was like, fine, I'm going to accept the help of a coach. Um, I put uh, this quote at the bottom and I, I failed to, Henry Ford said this, obstacles are the frightful things you see when you take your eyes off the goal. I don't believe that. Oh, that's why you crossed it out. I that's why like, I why crossed it, it out. Crossed yeah. Out? <laughs> obstacles are the result of your brain helping you survive. Yeah. Right? Distractions, lack of skills, fear. That's it's just your brain trying to, oh, there's danger out there. I'm going to try to help you survive. It's true. That's like the base job of your brain is to keep you alive, not for you to be thriving, optimally healthy in all ways. That's not, that is your, well, it's a part of your brain. Yep. We're going to talk about that in yeah. a little bit. Let's, let's talk about that now. Yeah. So one of the biggest problems in the world is our belief that there shouldn't be any problems in the world. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so 
When, that when, one gets me a lot. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, why is this happening right now? This is, the world is not showing up the way that it should. Okay. So lizard brain, we have three brains. Lizard brain is the, our, like our basal ganglia. It's, aren't you glad? Aren't you so grateful that you don't have to think about blinking, breathing, yeah, flinching, flinching, right? Uh, some people are better at flinching than others. <laughs> Hunger, thirst, like all of your survival needs that making, oh, I'm going to, I got to sit and think about making my heart beat, right? Aren't you so grateful for this part of your brain that handles all of that without a single thought? Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Okay. And then there's the Labrador brain. So this one's a little more evolved. Jared is panting. <laughs> You're bugging me. Okay. <laughs> the Labrador brain, this is our limbic system. It's emotional center. So if you think about a dog, you know, like they're loyal and they're like coming up to you and they want to, you to pet them. They want to do things you like. And, but they're afraid when there's like a storm outside, they don't know that it's just a storm. And this is where we seek pleasure, avoid pain. This is where if we smell that chocolate cake, or if we, we don't, we've learned not to put our hand on the stove you or know that, what I mean? or that sabotager says something to you that makes you uncomfortable. And you're like, Oh, I've got to, I've got to survive here. Mm -hmm. I've got to go and find some pleasure to subdue the pain that I'm feeling. Yeah. If you were on the kickoff webinar a few weeks ago, we talked about buffering and buffering is a huge job of the limbic system. It's like, whoa, whoa, things are way too uncomfortable all up in here. Like you need to go scroll Facebook right now, like stat, or you need to go watch some Netflix. Yep. And then all of us humans were blessed with this human brain, our prefrontal cortex. That's everything has to pass through that. It's our thinking. It's our free will and our free won't right? It's where we discipline ourselves. It's mindfulness. It's our ability. It's called metacognition to think about our thinking. This is where our goals come in. Yep. This is where our goals come in. Okay. Everything must pass through here. So when we see food, smell food, we, we have all these habits. This is where it's going. A lot of people, your stomach rumbles, right? That's just your your lizard brain giving you a signal, right? A cue and you have hunger pains. And then the, the limbic system, the Labrador brain says, oh, I have to eat food now. There might be a famine. This is when my master gives it to me. So I have to do it right now. Yep. And a lot of people, that's where it stops. <laughs> yep. But this is when you want to engage the human thinking brain, instead of it being just stimulus response, we want to put space between stimulus and response. We want it to go all the way up to our human thinking brain, where we go, I have goals. Uh, what do I want for my future self? There isn't a famine. I'm fine. This is where we can hear those thoughts that our brain just sent us. And, and we can stop, challenge, choose. You guys may have heard that before. So whenever these things, whenever these distractions, whenever the disturbances in our lives happen, it's so critical that we, again, have clarity about what we want. What does my higher self want? 
wanting and feeling like are two totally different things. Absolutely. Viktor Frankl said this, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, right? They don't have clarity of what they want. They distract themselves with pleasure. What will make this feeling of discomfort go away? I adopted uh, years ago uh, throughout this health journey, I adopted a simple thought that I, uh, that I recently wrote down and has changed a little bit. But basically it says this, uh, don't get upset, Jared, by the results that you don't get from the work that you did not do. When I am not getting the results that I want, I simply look at it now and be like, oh, I'm, and I just assess. I inspect and I find that I'm living in that Labrador brain a lot and doing things that are within my comfort zone. And when I want to really get what I want, I step beyond that and I really focus on what I want and the thinking of replacing that pleasure and believe me, getting what you want becomes even more pleasurable. Well, and honestly, if you are doing the work and you're not getting the results, you probably just haven't done it long enough. Yep, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> just keep doing it. Just keep doing it or talk with a coach, see if there's something you need to, to fix. So we want to announce something exciting at the end. We're wrapping up here, our Healthy Together time. Um, some of you have expressed that you are sad. You are sad. The challenge will be ending in just a few days on Monday. And it's just going to be so sad. What can we do? What can be done with this situation? So good news. We are offering an advanced class for free to all of our Love Yourself to Health contestants or challengers, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and you can roll into two more weeks of our daily morning lives and some more accountability and all of the goodness that you've been loving. And we've been focusing on healthy body, healthy mind in Love Yourself to Health. Double the love, we'll add in a third. We'll be focusing on healthy body, mind, and finances. And we'll be giving you the advanced class, like the top tips, the secrets of what will really help you be long-term healthy. So this is not for the dabblers. This is for people who are serious. These are people who really want to know these things, okay? So on the Friday check-in form, you can express interest in joining Double the Love or tell the coach who invited you that you would like to join and we'll give you that sign up link. We'll also send it via email, don't you worry. So thanks so much you guys for joining us and also join us tomorrow night for a bonus webinar, The Gift of Coaching, and we're going to give some more info on Double the Love there as well.